You both said today that you love each other and I believe it, but I'm trying to tell you love is not enough for a successful marriage. There's so many other things that go in it. It's not just about you anymore. Here is today's case. You ended up having a, a one night stand. That is, that is correct. But years later, you got married. This is your first marriage? It's my fifth and last. And you say the marriage is in serious trouble. I have a lot of trust issues. He does tattoo work on women, and sometimes it's inappropriate. So he can be a tattoo artist, but only from the knee down. If that's how you're going to lead in this relationship with your fear, you're gonna be on husband number six. Court is in session. The Honorable Judge Faith Jenkins presiding. Your Honor, this is the case of Acuff versus Acuff. Thank you, Juan. This season on Divorce Court, for the first time ever, we are so excited to have a virtual audience. I just wanted to say hello to all of you and welcome to the show. Jennifer Acuff, you have brought your husband, Cody Acuff, yes, to court today. You have been married for one year and you have one child together, and you said you were having a number of problems in the relationship. Yes, Your Honor. And you want to discuss it here today. Tell me what's going on. Give me some background, ma'am. <laughs> well, how we first met was, it was 15, almost 16 years ago. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't living in Houston, Texas. I was living in Missouri. And a friend of mine, which she met her boyfriend online and decided she wanted to go down to Texas to meet him. So I went with her, and when we got down there, I was sitting there at the bar, and he, my husband Cody, walked up, you know, started introducing himself, said, you know, I haven't seen you in here before. Okay. And Mr. Acuff, is that the line that you used? I hadn't seen you in here before? Y yes, sir. Yes, Your Honor. It's, it's, it's similar to that. Um, I was actually homeless at the time, kind of, you know, ripping and running, doing crazy things, into dr and dibble and dabble in drugs at the time. You know, one thing led to another. We started talking. Um, Got intimate that night, mm -hmm. and you know, before before she woke up the next morning, I walked out. I was gone. I didn't have a phone. Didn't have anything to leave her. As far as like I said, I wasn't looking for a relationship. Right. So uh, you ended up having a, a one night stand. That is that is correct. But years later, you got married. That's correct. So so you all are that uh, exception to the rule, that a relationship can come from a one night stand. Yes, well, Your Honor. <laughs> that's what happened. That's what happened. But now we're here. <laughs> right, now we're here. <laughs> because you've only been married for a year, right? That is correct. That is how correct. did the two of you, because this is an interesting story, how did the two of you actually reconnect? Because you did lose touch. That but what happened correct. after that night? Well, after that night, I came back to Missouri, and it was probably maybe three, four weeks later, I found out I'm pregnant. Mm. And, I, and I was talking to my friend, and she's like, well, did you ever get a hold of him? Can I interject, it was, your, your, it, your Honor, mm -hmm. for a minute? You know... This is like, mind you, fast forward 15 years. And this is how we, how we reconnected and stuff like that. I was living in Nixon, Missouri at the time. Uh, and this is where I, I met her again, was at work. That was 15 years later? No, that was uh, three years ago when we, when we finally... Years re later. 12 years later. 12, 12 years, years later when we reconnected. Did you recognize uh, her when you saw her? I, you know, when I, when I first saw her, I, in fact, I went up to her and I asked her, I said, you, you look familiar, you know? And she's like, yeah, you look familiar too. But... In the midst of all of this, 12 years, because you did have a child. That is correct. Right? Yes. And, but you see him 12 years later, and you immediately recognize him as, wait, this is not only the man that I had the one night stand with 12 years ago, but this is the father of my child. Correct. That's correct. So yeah. what is your conversation with him about this? Well, whenever I, like he was saying, you know, we met at 
our workplace. And then whenever he came up and he started talking to me, I was kind of shocked. Like Because you knew immediately. I knew immediately, but I didn't want to say anything because, okay, if I was going to say something and like, hey, you know, we had to have a kid together. You're, mm-hmm. you're it was scaring. It scared him off. I didn't know how he was going to react about well, being a father. Okay. I don't, so look, when, did, on, when did you tell him? Well, it, actually, Your, <laughs> your Honor, can, uh, we, we dated actually two years prior to me knowing um, that You waited my, two years we, to tell him? She waited him? Two, two, years. two years after we met to, to let me know that, that I had a daughter. Why did you wait her. so long? Well, I was kind of scared, you know, okay, if I tell him, tell him now. But we're dating. Maybe he'll leave. Why is that the priority to you? That he's going to leave? He hasn't been there for 12 years because right. he, the two of you had a one-night stand. So you think that if I tell the man that I'm dating who supposedly loves me that this is actually his child, that, that mm-hmm. he's going to leave, what does that say about someone's character if that, if, if that is indeed the truth? Right. Or, wouldn't you want to know that, actually? Yes, I would. Okay. When she tells you that this is your daughter, indeed, did you embrace her? Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Because I figured, well, if I'm going to be with her, you know, I, I've not only got to be accept her, but also got to accept our daughter, too. And it wasn't, you know, I'd say probably two years after we dated, um, I finally said, you know what, this is this is the one I want to spend the rest of my life with. Because so you proposed- things had changed from a one night stand to, OK, I, now I found my soulmate and, mm-hmm. the, and, and the one I want to marry. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, three years later or a year later, I said we're still yes. been married. <laughs> she said yes. So. Right. This is your first marriage? Yes. It's what about my you? My first marriage. It's, it's my fifth. fifth and last. <laughs> this is your fifth marriage. Yes. Mm. OK. But why has it gotten to the level where you're here? And you say the marriage is in serious trouble. I have a lot of trust issues because he's a tattoo artist. He does tattoo work on women. And sometimes it's inappropriate places that the women want them. And I'm not comfortable. Well, it's appropriate for them. Appropriate for them, correct. But to me, it's not for him to be doing that on a woman. Because what, you're uncomfortable with the places? that he has to see and be exposed to. But what he would say... Yeah, that sounds like your problem, though, not his. If he's a professional, if he's a professional tattoo artist, because, you know, women get tattoos a number of places these days, and if he's a professional, and and he should be able to do his job without that leading to something else. So that sounds like those are strictly your trust issues and not his. Are you able to do your job, sir? I, I, I am, Your Honor, and out of respect for her... I, I've had to turn down quite a bit of money because of that. So you're turning down these I've tattoo down jobs? I've turned over $200 on a tattoo before because of uh, she doesn't feel comfortable when we're doing ta- tattoos. So he can be a tattoo artist, but only from the knee down. You bring up his past drug issues a lot. Him leaving me. That's what I'm afraid of. That he's going to start using and leave you again. Mr. Acuff, you were willing and you agreed to submit to an in-home drug test. The results reveal... Well, tell me about the issues with with his sobriety. We had went to a bonfire one night. One of my friends is bonfire. And her boyfriend had a bag of weed and he, he takes them and he puts them and takes the cigars out and laces it with, you know, the marijuana. Mm-hmm. And then was trying to hand him a cigarette. And when he's around somebody like that, he said sometimes it triggers stuff. But he didn't actually 
take the cigar no, no, and smoke not, it, did he? I did not interject. So what I is? Hold smoke. on a second, sir. So so he didn't actually do that, right? Right. So so what is your problem with him? Because I see here where you bring up his past drug issues a lot. Right. To him. Does she do that, yeah, sir? Yes, yeah, yeah, she does, but... Answer this question for me. What has she done in terms of these accusations she's made in the year that you've been married? How has she been bringing up your past drug use? In what way? Well, there, there were, like, times when, when I see people, you know, and, and where we live at, you see it everywhere, people using, and, and, and being a recovering addict myself, I spot it when somebody's using. And so, and I've told her countless times that, you know, look... Today, because I've got eight years clean, I have a zero tolerance for stuff like that. I mm -hmm. won't tolerate it. I won't be around it. Why is she bringing it up to you? Um, maybe, I, you know, Your Honor, I don't even really know why she's doing that. Uh, Sometimes maybe... at work, whenever you come home, and he's, I don't know, he's just, like, everywhere. And so you think that he has relapsed? Yeah. But has he? And do you, do you have any... I don't evidence he's whatsoever never, to support he's that. He's never done any of that stuff around me or our daughter because it, I told him I said you ever do that stuff around our daughter, I'm gone. And, and again, but here's the problem because he's telling you that he's clean and that he's sober, but it, it's obviously when you're recovering. I mean, it's been eight years. Exactly. You know, give him credit for that. I do. I, I don't. I, I don't think it's good or healthy for you to keep bringing up his past drug experience and tell him that you are suspicious that he's using again or overreact when when he wants to open up to you and tells you how he's feeling about it. In the event that he is telling the truth, right, constantly being reminded of his right. drug past just isn't healthy for his sobriety. I think the reason why I might be doing this is because. Him leaving me in the hotel room. That he's going to, you know, that's what I'm afraid of. That he's going to start using and leave you again. You. you know, see, Ms. Acuff, let me, let me explain something to you. When you met him again 12 years later, right. the two of you started a new relationship and he was clean for years before he ever even met you. So your fear is almost becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy in your mind because you are hyper-vigilant about his past and trying to be proactive right. in terms of getting out in front of it and what it's doing is hurting your marriage and it's hurting your relationship. This right. is your fifth marriage, right? So I understand that there's a past history of your experiences that you're bringing into the marriage, but recognize the success of what's happening Sorry. in his life because you are going to push him away. But if that's how you're going to lead in this relationship with your fear, you're going to be on husband number six. I understand there's a witness. Cody is very controlling. I told him I wanted a tattoo. He told me he can't wait to touch my thigh. She's trying to draw me away from him. You have a lot of questionable friends, Ms. Aka. If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Missed a show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and for exclusive content, go to Apple TV. I understand there's a witness that, that you asked correct, to come to court today. It's your friend, Cassandra Cassie Jones. That is correct. I'd like Donna. to hear from your witness now. Miss Jones? Yes. Yeah. 
-hmm. I understand that you have testimony you'd like for the court to hear today. I'll hear you now. Yes. First off, I love, love Jennifer. We have been friends for a long time, but I know Cody is very controlling and I kind of did a little investigation of my own. I got his cell phone and I went through his phone. Why? And showed him he was texting a woman that he had, from the text messages, he had known this woman for a long time. I'm really thinking from the messages. And I told Jennifer, you know, and she doesn't want to believe that Cody is cheating. I believe that he is. Not only that, but, okay, well, he was supposed to be doing my tattoo. Where did you want your tattoo? I wanted my tattoo from my hip down. Okay, that's not allowed in, in, in the A-Cuffs household. You do know that, right? If he would not flirt with the women that want the tattoos, then it wouldn't be no problem. Well, how do you know he's flirting with the women? Because he flirts with me. Really? He flirts with me all the time. In what way? The tattoo. I told him I wanted a tattoo. He told me he can. He's gonna do it. He can't wait to touch my thighs. He cannot wait to touch my thighs. I never once said that. I, I yes, never you once have. said anything. Really? Miss Jones, did you not know the rules I, about the locales that the tattoos could be placed? You are her friend. A, yes, I'm aware of the rules. Okay. So why would you ask for a tattoo in a forbidden location on the body? Well, I don't see nothing wrong with him doing a tattoo on the hip, on, on my thigh. Like, that's... I know I mean, you don't see anything wrong with it. I don't see anything wrong with it either, but Miss Acuff does. And these are the rules they've established. So I'm just asking she's if... my friend, so she know I would never sleep with Cody. Like, I wouldn't do that. Okay, thank you, Miss Jones. I appreciate your testimony. Thank you. Welcome. Do you believe her? Not be honest, not really. Hmm. That's your witness. You you called her in the court today. Yeah. So you think your witness came into court and lied on your husband? Pretty much. Why? She has this issue where, okay, she's trying to draw me away from him. You have a lot of questionable friends, Ms. Acuff. I know. Can, can, can I say something real quick? <laughs> because Donna? why is your friend stepping... I mean, that's... You know, she's talking about how she went through your husband's phone on your behalf. I know. I didn't know right? about it until after she told me, and I was like, that's kind of personal. Well, whether she's so, like, well, we're almost like you know, kind of. It's very. I said she's like, well, we're good enough friends to where we're almost like you know sisters. That you should trust me, you know. So, no. uh, sometimes it's like you pick your, keep your friends close, but keep your enemies closer. So you brought your enemy to court today as your witness. I thought she was my friend. Were you surprised by her testimony today? Yes, Your Honor, I was. Enough to where it hurt. And you don't believe her? I can't believe she would say that. Mr. Acuff, in, before you came to court today, I understand that you were willing and you agreed to submit to an in-home drug test. And you yes, did this because you wanted to bring this evidence and submit this evidence to the court today. And I understand we have that, the results is, from your drug test. That is correct, and Juan, would you hand me those results, please? Okay. So prior to coming to court today, you were tested for opioids, marijuana, cocaine, and meth. Yes, and according to the drug tests, the results reveal that you tested negative for all four substances in your system. Congratulations. Thank you, Your Honor.
Ms. Acuff, I need for you to start having faith in your husband and in his efforts to remain sober because it is not easy, but you are not making it easy for him. Give him credit. Stop bringing up his past drug use if you really don't have substantial evidence that he has relapsed. Yeah, you're correct, John. Here's where I am because I see a lot of cheating and lying and deception in this courtroom every day. I am just not convinced that your husband is one of those cheating, lying, manipulative individuals that I see a lot of. I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced by your friend and I'm not convinced by you. Every marriage, you have to work on communication because everyone has a different love language, a a, a better way to talk to the other person and and communicate what you really want to say. So that's one of the things you need to work on. But the second thing is the more important things I see here Mm -hmm. is you and your issues with trust. Right. And how that is impacting your marriage and impacting your relationship based on your history with other people, not your history with him. He does tell me every day that I'm not your exes. He is not. not. Right. That is a fact. And I need you, when you leave out of this courtroom today, to start acting like it and living like it and appreciate and trust what you have. That's correct. And you must stop minimizing your marriage to him by constantly comparing him to your previous husbands because all you're doing is driving him away. And if you let your prior hurt hurt this current relationship, all you're doing, you're going to continue to sabotage yourself going forward. I don't want to see that for you, Miss Acuff. I want today to be the day you break the cycle in your life and these failed marriages and the decisions that you've made. I want you to choose to break that cycle today. And that is my wish for both of you. Because I don't want to see you here next year. You won't, I promise. (laughs) That is my judgment. Good luck to both of you. Thank you. And congratulations again on your sobriety. I know it's a long time being sober and that is a significant accomplishment in your life and we all need to recognize that. Thank you, Your Honor. She was right. I I do need to stop, you know, and put my, put my, what I call, put my guard down on him. I think it's what it took for me to actually hear it from somebody at what I'm doing wrong in our marriage. I, I think the judgment was was fair, but in, in any marriage, there's gonna have some of your ups and downs. Uh, I don't think it's either one, her fault or my fault. I think it's both of our faults. I'm gonna stop comparing you to my ex-husbands. I've ever asked, I'm nothing like them. When I said the words I do and said our vows, I meant that. <laughs>